BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes in a Nissan Pathfinder, search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to. Oh, uh, mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, mom. Hey, dude. The '90s called. With Christine Taylor and David Lasher. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Hey Dude, the 90s Called podcast, second episode. I'm David Lasher. And I'm Christine Taylor. And we are so excited to have you guys listening to us. Uh, we have an amazing group of guests today that um, Christine uh, gratefully arranged. You want to tell them who it is? <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, if you're if you're here listening, you know that we are having a Brady Bunch movie reunion. Yes. Which I am so excited about. This is going to be the first time I think this big a group of all of us will have been together since we since we you know ended that era of our lives. Um. And so uh, the the amazing thing about this episode, aside from it just being selfishly a great reunion <laughs> for me. But we shot this movie smack dab in the middle of the 90s. We shot it in the summer of 1994. It was released in February of 1995. Um, the original movie directed by Betty Thomas. We did a sequel uh, a couple years later in 96, directed by Arlene Sanford. So this is quintessential 90s. And the entire premise of the films was that we were sort of this family trapped in the 70s living our innocent lives, but, you know, amidst the chaos of what the 1990s were. So we thought this would be a great second episode to sort of really kind of, um, you know, uh, just set us off in a cannon out into the 90s. Yeah, um, what I and, think is so great is that we are looking back on the 90s as a softer, simpler time. But, to you know, I just rewatched the movie with my wife two, two nights ago, and to the Brady's of the seventies, the nineties were like the harsh, cruel modern world. And exactly. I, my question is like, are the decades just getting darker and meaner and less kind as we go on? Because our show is about, you know, looking back on this kind of like simpler time, but to the Brady's that the nineties were pretty harsh. Oh yeah. 
They were, they, and, but yet we were sort of blissfully unaware. Yeah, nothing bothered you. <laughs> Very blissfully unaware of it all. Um, but uh, so, yeah, we're going to bring our guests in shortly. Um, and David and I, I just want to thank all of you who are out there listening, because this is our second episode and the response has been tremendous. We, I can't believe how many Hey Dude fans there are out there and um and um, it's been so much fun for us, David, don't you think? Like, yeah. I, I, I feel like we've spent more time in these last, <laughs> this last month or so of, than, than we have in the last <laughs> 30 years since the show ended. And it's been so much fun. Yeah, that's been a, such a great like benefit of this, getting to hang with you and like recap everything with you. But um, the Hey Dude reunion, I think, was... Uh, incredibly satisfying for Hey Dude fans, I hope. I mean, we had so much fun with it. And uh, and our, our idea is to start expanding. You know, we're starting with our core group of friends and projects that we worked on. And we will expand it more and more into the decade of the 90s, um, you know, going into athletes, musicians, you know, people who made a mark in the 90s. But let's start with, you know, our core group and and, and meet your Brady friends. <laughs> yes, and we, we will also, I think, because some, one other thing that we've, I feel like the feedback I've gotten to is that people have loved us spilling the tea a little bit about that period of time. So oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I, I had no idea people really cared about some of that behind the scenes stuff. But that is like us, like we hope to share more of that with all of the projects we worked on and were a part of. And I'm sure as as David and I um, dig a little deeper, more more layers of the onion of, of our Hey Dude time together will also um, unfold too. So we really look forward to sharing all of that with you. So why don't we bring in Henriette Mantel, who played Alice. Paul Cetera, who played Peter, <laughs> Jennifer Elise Cox, who played Jan, and Christopher Daniel Barnes, who played Greg, oh, my man. siblings. Welcome. Hi. Chris. Hey, guys. Jennifer. How's it going? Hi. <laughs> Yay! Oh my God, my heart. I am bursting. This is iconic. This is iconic. Well, hi, guys. Let's let, first of all, I introduced all of you, but what I think, you know, what I'd love to hear from each of you is where you're at in the world right now. Like, what city, what's going on? And also, you know, when we get there, I really want to sort of segue into how we all got cast. So however you want to talk about that, but let's like everybody, Henriette, where are you? Well, I'm on the set of the Brady Bunch on the Paramount. <laughs> I can tell from I, um, the wood paneling. <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah, right. Oh, I'm in Vermont. I'm in Vermont where I grew up. I'm actually in the house I grew up in, in Vermont. What's, which city? Yeah. Well, it's not really a city, but Newfane, Vermont. It's a little town. Okay. It's getting bigger though. Since COVID, it's getting a lot bigger. I skied but, Killington uh, my whole life. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. I know you people. <laughs> <laughs> you people. No, I'm a local yokel. Oh, okay. All right. I, I like that it. Olivia's in her closet. I love it. She's a true <laughs> voiceover actor. <laughs> it's my only, like, little soundproof space. I don't know, kind of. Exactly. <laughs> anyway, call it, call it a studio. <laughs> your studio so the only place my dog won't bother me is really it <laughs> perfect chris the beard yes. i'm loving it oh my God. you oh look very God. different than the if for, for the, the the listeners out there chris has the greatest look i think i've ever seen it is a full beard that is it, it's ponytailed a couple yeah, times it's, that's it's a jerry garcia style <laughs> zz top yeah I've, I've, awakened, I've awakened my inner viking and uh yes i plan to go wow. pillaging you know later after the uh, podcast uh, <laughs> that is wild chris where are you right now i'm uh, just north of los angeles still so uh, i still live uh, uh pretty close to where i always did uh in the past when I was in the business. So uh, yeah, it's uh, dealing with all the floods now. Oh been gosh, how are you guys oh, dealing yeah. with it all? Oh, Jennifer, where are you? I am in Santa Monica, California. You know where I've been for so long, creature of habit. I love it here. Having fun playing poker. <laughs> right. I love it. Right, you were in, she was in the Las Vegas championships, right? 
Yeah. Hold yeah. the phones. Wow. What? So yeah, Jennifer's like a professional poker player. Oh. Did you not know this? It's wild. No, I don't. And I love it. I This is the, the, the we're mining such good stuff already. Um, well, it's just the whole Jam Brady thing is like my whole persona. They don't think I can play. Right. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure Marsha has an opinion on that. <laughs> um and paul you are bearded as well and that's freaking me out a little because you were a child when we (laughs) last saw like you probably could not have grown hair on your face at that time no but your voice was changing right not really though um (laughs) where are you paul i am currently in daytona beach florida uh i'm working i'm producing a show where i ride with sheriff's departments and go out and catch bad guys so i'm producing reality television so my temporary home is a hotel in daytona oh very cool awesome and olivia's in her home studio Uh in the fabulous burbank (laughs) california (laughs) glamorous burbank oh my gosh but you are the voiceover queen i mean i'm not but i want to be you are you're like that has been such an incredible livelihood i i feel like tell us how to get into it yeah Yeah. comic cons are how i'm how i pay the bills yeah i've been very fortunate because it's like you can do voiceover but then you have to be on the weird niche hit voiceovers so it's like i'm just lucky enough to have hit like a couple of those so thank god what are those can you tell us uh, it's called Avatar: The Last Airbender. Is the one oh, wow. right now that's like Just a little thing, a big, sh- but it's old. But it's yeah. old. That's the weird thing. It's fifteen years old, and then during COVID, it blew up and became like the number one show on Netflix and all this stuff. And now there's spinoffs and movies and all these things. Wow. So it's it's like it's wild. It's one of those things that you do and you're like, eh, whatever. And then you know, lo and behold, streaming gave us like a new life. Um, but you did Star Wars as well, right? Oh, yeah. Star Wars, Clone oh, yeah. Wars, and like video games and, you know, oh, all that stuff. God. I don't that's know. I don't know. But that's so the one fun. people care about today. <laughs> that's the best yeah. job in the world. You don't even yeah. have to like shower or wear it pants. It is the best job in the world. Yeah. I'm, guys, I'm totally like, look, I'm so zoomed out. <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. I look yeah. great yeah. on the top, don't I? <laughs> you guys. I'm not even wearing pants. <laughs> no, Chris. <laughs> Me neither. Can I ask you guys, as, as a Brady family, in this crazy world of Zoom, have you found yourself on Zoom where someone makes the Brady joke? Where they're like, oh, oh where you've been time. on like the nine yes. squares? And it's yes. that thing where I, I'm sort of like, do they know that I was there? Or, oh, or do they weird. not know? Like, and then I always fantasize yeah. about, oh, I wonder if I'm going to end up in the, my own square. <laughs> in my, my Marsha square. <laughs> I worked with this producer and he knew how to put me in the middle square every time. That's And that's I was amazing. like, you gotta be kidding. <laughs> Alice is always in the middle. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zinn Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zinn create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zinn is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, 
just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zin. Find your Zin online or in a store near you at zin.com slash find. That's zyn.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Puedes ver el potencial. Con algo de trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100,000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Con más de 122 millones de piezas y accesorios para tu vehículo, puedes asegurar que siga funcionando sin problemas. Juegos de frenos, faros, turbocargadores, defensas, lo que requiera tu carro, encuéntralo en eBay Motors. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le queda perfecta a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, quemas llantas y no tu dinero. Mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die, baby, en eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com. Solo para artículos elegibles se aplican restricciones. Hey guys, Mario Lopez here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit biotoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. David, David Lasher, my co-host, I am wondering, did you not audition for this movie? Because it felt like I want to hear Chris, your your audition story. I want to hear everyone's audition stories because how we all got cast in this um, is fascinating to me. And um, but David, it feels like you would have been right in the age range of Greg. Did you not audition? No, I don't remember auditioning for that, but I remember Chris Barnes. I mean, I Chris, I, I, you know, I, I was a New York actor to start, and you were as well, right? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and Wait, I shouldn't say it like that. Growing up in the 80s, baby, in New York. No, I, 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 I believe. I still got the crazy drama. You got the New York edge. I believe you were C.D. Yeah, so Barnes. C.D.? C.B. Barnes. C.B. Yeah. Barnes, right, right. What do you know? <laughs> and then Blossom. Then we worked together on Blossom, didn't we? Many, many years. Yes, ago. dude. Our paths have crossed, and it's so good Go to ahead. see you. And my friend Peter Smith. I don't know if you remember him. Uh, yes. New York actor says hello. And uh, I did not audition, but I'm. I would love to hear your guys' audition stories. Yes. Who wants to chime I in? Just remember, you know, they did those big mix and match casting sessions, right? So it's like you would audition individually, and I remember in the audition room they actually had the Brady Bunch like playing on TV on like a little, a little brick TV, and then. God, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I must have auditioned eight times, 10 times for that. And then they did these mix and match sessions. And I just remember Christine walking in and A, I was like 11 years old. And I just thought she was the most beautiful person I'd ever seen in my life. But also the whole room was just like dead ringer, right? Like you walked in we were all like, well, she's going to be Marsha, clearly. (laughs) Duh. And then they had cast somebody else for my role and they bought her a wig and everything and betty thomas who was the director liked me because we had done a pilot together and so my mom came in i'd done all these uh mcdonald's commercials i was like the spokesperson for mcdonald's back east and they she brought all these on videotape these hand delivered them to paramount these mcdonald's commercials because betty was fighting for me and they watched these mcdonald's commercials and these mcdonald's commercials are what got me the Brady Bunch because somebody else are I mean she's probably famous now and it doesn't matter but like somebody else totally already had wow. that part, I yeah. never knew that story uh-huh. oh that's crazy <laughs> but how Christine how did you get cast? I, I mean I, I didn't audition that many times but I did have yeah. to go in I think it was honestly like two times 
and then we were mix and matched kind of thing. And it was, um, you know, I, I, I've said this a million times before, but I'd grown up, Jennifer and I talked about this. We were obsessive Brady Bunch fans. <laughs> so I knew every lick of dialogue from the episodes. I knew her voice. I, you know, always had long straight hair. I mean, it was just, I really felt like if I'm not going to get this job, then <laughs> I should not be in this business because this, <laughs> I, I can do this. We're born to play we're it. Born for it. I mean, and I had done the real live Brady Bunch on stage a couple years before, but they were, you know, they, I remember the, the Jill and, and Faith Soloway who created that. It was, you know, it was like college age and older. Wait, 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 back, back up. Yes. What was that? It was, a, it was, was yeah. oh my goodness. You guys don't know. Yes. That's what I want to hear. How it went. It, it was a hit live uh, show. Yeah, it was a it was a, th a theater piece that the sisters created in Chicago with their friends, all Brady fans. You know, they were all in there probably just out of college. Um, and what they would do is take episodes. They obviously got the you know permission to license them, take these episodes and just recreate them on stage. But it was adults playing <laughs> all of the kids in wigs. And it was very campy. And there was a whole sort of like rim shot there was like a live band there and it was very campy and like was a huge hit and then it it came to the Westwood Playhouse um and the girl who played Becky Thayer who's great um and hysterical and she was brilliant she got a pilot or something like she got cast in something and had to leave the show at the Westwood Playhouse and I auditioned for it and stepped in for her for like a month. Um, and that was when I first heard that a movie was in the works that I, and, and I remember Jill and Faye saying, don't just know this movie's in the works, but don't bring our names up. They, they hate us. Sherwood Schwartz doesn't like us because oh, yeah. we're sort of, we're making fun of it a little bit, you know? So, um, so I didn't say a word, but, um, I, uh, and, and, and also Sherwood Schwartz ended up calling me. Like I got a voice message on my, Machine, my machine. When like, you were auditioning, <laughs> it was before I even auditioned, and he said the same thing. He said, "Please don't tell them that I called you because they don't want me involved in the movie." I mean, there was so <laughs> sure with shorts. He's like, "They know that they, you know we are going to be a part of it, but they don't want my input." So, but I just want you to know, I saw you in the thing, and you were great. And so, I, but I went in and auditioned just like everybody, and you know, yeah, just like everybody. I, I, so I, I guess <laughs> It was not because I couldn't say anything. I had all these. Your like, George was just leaving me voicemails, but it, it was just like everybody else. But nobody, okay. I couldn't tell anybody that. But um, anyway, and I do, Jennifer. Do you, do you tell me what happened with you? Because did the three of us well, end up reading together? No, I came at the in at the very end because they couldn't find a Jan that was yeah, right I for you because you were cast, and I. The reason why I was cast was because you were cast. And it was funny. I came in at the end. I had one audition, you guys. Are you going to hate me? <laughs> I remember. <laughs> they were just desperate. They were desperate to find Jan. They couldn't find Jan. And just literally, I went in this audition, and Betty was like, put on my glasses. She, I put on Betty's glasses in the audition. I couldn't see. I was like passing out and like and they thought it was funny and I got it it was crazy but it was all because of Christine because we were like the right height the right kind of yeah it all look. had to look it all it had to look yeah. look right I mean that really was what it was about what about wait you guys nobody else was in the stage play no it was no. everyone is older I in fact I was the I at the time I think I was 21 and I was the youngest, like they were all, you know, like in their, you know, 24, 25, like this was sort of That's a so typical, show. a hit, a hit live show goes to a movie and they recast everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. It's just like so well, typical. At least they but... cast Christine they were smart. In exactly. my Wikipedia, it says that I was in it. I tried to get it changed. <laughs> I wasn't in it. <laughs> I I was in. You would have been great though. Just go with it. <laughs> you would have been great. <laughs> um, how about you, Paul and, and Chris? What was your process? You first, Chris. Uh, I think it was nine auditions. Oh, I think it was nine. And Thank uh, you, yeah, someone I else. I, I feel. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, they they knew they loved me right from the start. Apparently. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I went in. I think it was nine times, and uh, I I I went in in costume, and you know. 
the whole thing. And, uh, and finally, I don't know, towards the end, I, you know, I was going in there, I was singing, I was, I brought the guitar in, I was serenading Betty. I mean, I was, I was just doing, I went in character. I wouldn't even be out of character when I went in. I and, uh, yeah. So, you know, I would I, I, like Christine, I was like, you know, after nine times, this was such a big deal. I was like, if I don't get this job, you know, that's it. I'm never taking fountain again. You know, never. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Paramount. Fountain to Paramount. Oh. Yeah, to Paramount. So I was like, I, you know, here it is. So yeah, it was it was quite the process. Oh, That's gross. Nine and auditions. Paul, how about you? I uh, I got the call, and having growing up, like watching the Brady Bunch, I was like, oh, all right, I'm going to go to Ard Barks and get a vintage outfit, bell bottom jeans, polyester shirt. Went down on on Melrose, hit up that vintage shop. We we'll go into the audition. I read. I go walking out and I'm walking with my mom through the parking lot and I'm like, I booked this. I've got this. This is it's just the first time in my, really the only time in my life where I walked out and I was just like, I'm, I'm really confident in what I just did in there. Um, 13 auditions later. Um, wow. Oh, he wins. Oh my God. Christine doesn't know the struggle. And I, and I booked it 13 times. That's like torture. Wow. It was, yeah, it was like a th two and a half month process and it was you know uh it was tedious but every time i was like screw it i'm putting that aardvark outfit on i'm going back in <laughs> i'm doing the same thing and um i just i really really wanted it i was i was able to work with an acting coach who ironically i think worked with olivia a little bit on the brady bunch stuff uh robin lively Lori, uh Lori lynn lively robin lively blake's sister uh, I thought, but anyway, they ended up coaching myself and the other guy that Peter got down to. And apparently they auditioned like 3000 people in the nationwide search for, for Peter or some crazy number. Like, Oh my that. gosh. So it was, it was, yeah, it was a nationwide it audition. Was. I remember yeah. that. I remember yeah. them talking what? about that. Um, that's hmm. 13 times. And you knew you booked it the first audition. <laughs> the first one. So yeah, you I went and read for the casting associate and then she went and she got Deborah Aquila, who was the head of casting. And Deborah came in the room oh, yeah. and I read and I thought, well, that's a good sign. I'm, I'm reading for Deborah. And then I walked out of it, like just a look on their face. And I was like, oh, this is great. I got this. Yeah. And then 13, <laughs> you know, 12, 12 auditions later, I get a phone. So. Oh, my gosh. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms, 21 plus only. Virginia only, new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Not only did Zen create the first ever nicotine pouch, we're still America's number one choice for smoke-free, spit-free nicotine satisfaction. It could be because Zen is made with only six simple ingredients, including naturally derived nicotine salt. Or maybe it's because Zinn is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day trial. For anyone worried Zinn won't cut it like traditional tobacco, just ask one of the millions of people who have achieved lasting change. You have lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zinn. Find your Zinn online or in a store near you at zinn.com find. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
eBay Motors es tu socio seguro. Puedes ver el potencial. Con algo de trabajo, piezas nuevas y mucha pasión, transformaste una carrocería oxidada con 100,000 millas en un vehículo totalmente singular. Con más de 122 millones de piezas y accesorios para tu vehículo, puedes asegurar que siga funcionando sin problemas. Juegos de frenos, faros, turbocargadores, defensas, lo que requiera tu carro, encuéntralo en eBay Motors. Con Guaranteed Fit de eBay, te aseguras que la pieza le queda perfecta a tu carro a la primera o se te devuelve tu dinero. Y a estos precios, ¿qué más llantas y no tu dinero? Mantén vivo ese espíritu de ride or die, baby, en eBay Motors. eBayMotors.com. Solo para artículos elegibles se aplican restricciones. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota, let's go places and Henriette what about you? like was it well I had I think I either had two or three I think I I had worked with Betty on a, on a show called She TV with Jennifer Coolidge and me and a bunch of gals and it didn't go anywhere of course and um, Betty had seen my stand up and then I just got called in by my, and I had never watched the Brady Bunch. What? So they sent, I know, I had never, we How didn't have a TV not when I was growing Bunch. up. Don't get me started. So I started watching um, episode on the uh, VCR tapes. Is that what yes. they're called? Yes, VHS tapes. VHS. VHS, VHS, DVR, VHS. So I started watching them. And then when I met Gary, Gary said he had to do that too. And he said, you know, three, three shows a day is my limit. I really can't do more than three shows a day. So then I didn't feel bad. But anyway, I had somebody the night before I served my friend's uh, dinner as Alice. And I just stayed in character the night before I went in front of Sh Sherry Lansing. Was that her yeah, name? Sherry and Alan Ladd and Betty um, and... Oh my God. It was like my second or third audition and everybody was there. You know, I get in my head when I'm acting. And so I brought laundry, I brought a laundry basket in and the whole time I did it, I folded laundry. Oh, it's and brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> I could feel that Betty was on my side. That was a good thing. Cause, and she later on said to me, she goes, I knew the minute I saw you, you could mug like Alice. <laughs> <laughs> so true. I found Betty so intimidating. Like to, I mean, she, she the the the. I feel like the armor came down a little bit, but she was a big yeah. presence, a force, and a real force, yeah, and had yeah. a strong opinion. And I remember she would look at Jennifer and I, the roots of our hair, like with her. She go, "You got to get your hair colored. You got to get your hair colored. It, it doesn't <laughs> look like it's blonde growing out of your head." And I was like, "Yeah, well, it's not." That color <laughs> growing out of my head. It's not. Chris, do you remember <laughs> when she said to us that we were like bigger than the original girls? That we were like two, like ninety. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. I mean, they asked me to lose weight for sure. Yeah, I got, yeah, I got it. Well, that would not fly today. I, I, no. It would not fly today. And not only that, like this is my little fun fact, because we shot over the summer and I, look, I did. I lost weight. I, you know, worked, like I really got into it and I was like, we started the movie and it was great. And my roommate and I got, were obsessed with frozen yogurt at the time. <laughs> like the big chill and it was so 90s it was, so 90s yes. and, and by the way it was no, no calories yes. right like it was always like no yeah, calories right. but yeah. what is it really yeah, right. and i would like sugar. wrap yes it's sugar and we'd like shoot we were shooting in calabasas i remember the high school that we shot at and the 
And I remember I would drive back and, and, and call my roommate and say, do you want to meet me at Big Chill? And we can get, and we would get these giant frozen yogurts and the big thing of sprinkles. And I like progressively started to gain weight <laughs> through the course of the movie. Thinking you were losing weight. No, I had already lost the weight, but I was slowly uh -oh. gaining it back. And I, and there is, there's a scene, Chris, with you and I that we had to reshoot that we had already shot a part of that they at it was like where you're singing and I walk in and something else had happened during the production where I took a I went out one weekend with friends and dove in a pool a shallow pool that I didn't oh, yeah. realize was shallow and I hit my lip and it my lip was like split open oh, and like the whole bread and butter of Marsha is like like it had to be <laughs> and so Betty's looking at this lip thing and oh, we shot the God. scene like, and that was fairly early on. But then later on, they said, well, no, we got to go back and shoot that towards the end of the shoot. And so I walk into the scene wow. looking the weight I was, and then it cuts away. And you can, I'm clearly 10 pounds heavier <laughs> in, in the cuts back and forth. Like, cause I, it was like the beginning of the shoot and then the end of the shoot. But um, it, uh, yeah. The, I remember, Christine, weight. can I say, like, I remember, maybe I'm making this up, but remember when we wore those armbands? in the search for the stars in those fringe outfits there was like something i remember you talking about like fat arms or like oh, having oh, fat yeah. arms I was or a, something I like was, that and being like an no. 11 year old girl and being like oh this is some real oh, like woman so, stuff happening. i was yeah, so I uncomfortable <laughs> i was so upset that i got put in the yellow outfit number one because it was like but i really wish that i had gotten yellow like, is unforgiving <laughs> it's unforgiving and i i, I raised my hand because one of us had to take the big check and run with yeah. it and I was like I'll carry the check because I could like cover my entire body <laughs> oh my goodness hey, I was way, so self-conscious that big check if you guys are ever in Vegas the Planet Hollywood has a Brady Bunch movie suite and that check is hanging in that room along with a whole bunch of other stuff that we had in the movie Oh, oh my God! We, sh we should have recorded this episode in that suite. How <laughs> sick would that have been? Totally. I just remember how hot it was up in the valley. So remember, hot. it was like oh, 100. I got kidney so stones in that park because we kept shooting in that parking lot. I ended up getting kidney stones and missed like two or three days yes. of work with kidney stones because the heat. It was it was like a heat wave. It was yeah. an Encino. Oh. It was like a hundred and yeah. whatever degrees, and none of you yeah. guys wore wigs. Oh. And Shelly and Gary. Yeah, were, you did. Didn't I. You the second, for the, the second yeah. one but when we were all in the summer in the heat we were all dying in those wigs it was so hot oh my god can i say something about wigs my wig my afro wig that i wore <laughs> they actually gave it to rupaul too they didn't get a second wig we styled it <laughs> the new jam brady <laughs> wig. i ran into rupaul's he was like, remember that janky wig that made it there? That was like $5? By the way, it was, it was like a it was Paramount bucks. Pictures, guys. Paramount Seriously. Pictures. They couldn't get a second wig. In Valencia, it was like 107 degrees. We're talking about the yeah. heat. It, it oh. was the, uh, of course, this is a car, you know, the carjacking. <laughs> yes. the car. You remember we had to roll down the windows because they had the camera, the uh, lights mounted. It was like 113 oh. degrees. Then they put the lights on, and then we had to roll up the window in order to roll it down. It was like 135 <laughs> no, degrees in the car, and we were in polyester. Yeah, the, the... And because Betty was obsessed with my beard shadow for some reason. <laughs> I mean, she was obsessed. Oh, yeah. Obsessed. Yes. And they put on dead people makeup. I mean, they put on, like, corpse makeup. I remember the makeup guys going, like, they, they had a spackle. They had a spackle oh and they were God, just spackling <laughs> and it's melting and the guys like, you know, rolling down the window and they had the little fans with those little portable yes. fans. Yeah. It's literally like 135 degrees. Polyester does not breathe. No. <laughs> it was no. miserable. Well, Christine and I were in soup cans. They would put soup cans in our hair, remember? Yeah. yeah. Make it straight. Uh, Betty used to be all, you know, footsing around with your costumes and she was so you know, fanatic about the way you, and then she'd come over, yeah. come over to me and say, you are so lucky. 
<laughs> all I had to do is put on a uniform every day, okay? But it, but Henriette, I would forget because and Gary too, both of you guys, because you would be in full gear and so the character, and then you'd walk out of the trailer and look, you'd look cool. I was like, oh my god, she's so cool. I forgot. And Gary, the same. I was like, oh my Jennifer, we would always say this. We're like, Gary's like hot. We, we were don't literally say like, it. he looks say it. like um, like he's got a he's That's like. Really? I know it was. <laughs> and Tim Matheson oh. too. I oh, I had a crush. Laugh. I had a, cr oh, a little yeah, bit of a crush on Tim Matheson. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. wondering. You guys are. You, you guys all nailed it so beautifully. Was there any improvising, or was it like stick to the script? I mean, we played around. They let us play around for they sure. They let us play around physically, but we had to stick to the words. I think. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, it's the perfect fish out of water story, and you're, you know, the Brady's optimism just creates joke after joke and they really they satisfy they, they almost introduce every storyline from the original and spoof it it's almost like a best of the, the real live brady no, bunch the, the first writers were awesome i thought and and one thing was i really really loved no matter what i said you guys had to laugh yeah. Right. right and like an oh wow i had to say was one yeah. word and it was like ha because <laughs> that's what they did yeah yeah. yeah, the writing was so strong on that that it was just, I mean, yeah, I think we I all knew agree. that the first like full read through all of us together, especially compared to the sequel's first table read. Um, <laughs> we uh, The writing was so strong. I, there really wasn't much of a need to to improv. It was the just... sequel is not a great movie. I'm just going to put it. Well, so so <laughs> they interviewed people who like the sequel. Than the, I than know. Yeah, a lot of people like the sequel it's... more than the first. Yeah. Because it's campier, but Paul and I, they entered, they did this interview for Vice Magazine last year or whatever, and Paul and I went, and I went to his apartment, we got really stoned, and I was like, let's watch <laughs> the sequel, because the interview was about the sequel, right? And I, I don't, I haven't seen that movie in a while, so I watched it, and I was like, what about this is not gelling? And... In the, in the sequel, they separate all of us and we all have very separate storylines. Mm -hmm. We're not all moving as a unit. And like the power in the Brady's is us all yeah, together right. in a room, you know, kind of like playing off each other. And so, yeah, I don't know. We're all a little too like dispersed in that movie, but we got to go to Hawaii. So whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the uh, our little improv thing that I did really, because everything was pretty much scripted, but it was the bit in the mirror, Greg playing uh, the guitar in the mirror. And one of the greatest compliments I got ever was, uh, I don't know, a year later or whatever, I, I, I actually saw Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg. This is crazy, right? At, like at a cafe. <laughs> And I, I just, because, you know, that's what you do. You walk up and you're like, <laughs> always there. Because that's totally cool. And uh, I I remember I, I introduced myself and I said, yeah, I, you know, my name is Chris Brandon Barnes. I, I played Greg in the Brave And Tom Hanks looked at me and he went, oh, yeah, the, the thing in the mirror with the guitar. And I was just like, it was just the greatest compliment ever. He Isn't remembered it? your improv. He re yeah, like I I I was shocked, and it was just such a great moment. It was just such a great oh, moment. Oh, that's incredible! Really, there have been some amazing people come up and say. I mean, people love the freaking movie. Yeah, they, yes. Brady Bunch fans really loved it, mm -hmm. and it's one of the few sitcoms that was a good movie. Well, I guess there was. I don't know. It's so know. satisfying for anyone who knew the original series. Yeah, right. Um. I mean, I, I got to say, Jan as a as a, a paranoid schizophrenic is one of the funniest <laughs> yeah. things because they, uh, there's In really true. Oh my god, hilarious! She was <laughs> <laughs> he was very method. Well, I felt but like they, for Jennifer and I too, because you know, it, there was a there was a, a part of me that because Marsha was so mean, and it was like for every time we would have to laugh at Henriette, anytime Jennifer or Jan said something, everyone would just everyone would just ignore it, and then Marsha oh, would always so have something bad. horrible to say. Oh. Um, <laughs> And I really feel like that, um, the, that sh the, you know, the sure Jan meme that is sort of like made the rounds is, is yeah. uh, my, my, 
the pain in how, particularly I think in the sequel of of how mean Marsha is to Jan, I would apologize. I really remember going and having to feeling like I had to apologize to you afterwards because it was so you were so sweet. You're first of all, Jennifer is the kindest human being on the planet, like literally, <laughs> and and you just would you just embodied this character so beautifully. Um, for Paul and Olivia, as you know, younger folks, your your moms were on the set, right? You guys had parents oh, yeah. on the set, oh, and yeah. you guys were doing school and stuff like. Or no, because it was summer, you didn't have to do that, or did you? We had no. to do it. What Paul during the second one? Yeah, the second. Yeah, but you remember, yeah, my niece being... came with my niece That's right. came to Hawaii, yeah. and yep. you and Jesse got kicked out of school because you were showing off for her. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, sequel we did we had, we had school. And in the first one, you still you have all those child labor laws, you know, and right. all that. And it's like when you're a kid actor, like I just remember being on so many sets and you know, when they yell cut, they try and get the kids in school as quickly as possible to do math or whatever. And all these adults are sitting around chain smoking and doing crossword puzzles, and you go, God, that looks so amazing. That must be so amazing. And you know what? It is. I turned 18. I was on a show and one day I had to go to school and one day I didn't. And I was like, oh my God, it's just as good as I thought. Because it's terrible. You started smoking and doing crossword I mean, making those like those transitions. It's like you don't want to cry and then go do algebra. That sucks. Yeah. It does. Terrible. <laughs> you guys, your parents were great though. I mean, I remember it was because we well, everybody was around so much and like you did, like we really, I think when we were in Hawaii, because we were all traveling for the second, you know, we were all mm -hmm. sort of in the and same Europe hotel. Too. I, well, that's right. We, for the press tour, right? Where, yeah, where didn't, we all were in Europe. Nobody quite got it in <laughs> Oh, in Berlin, yeah. as I recall. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, yes. I just remember yeah. Humber, we could drink Zebra a beer in the theater, and I was like, my mind was blown. Like, are you the Von Trapps? I, no, literally. This is, I'm not kidding, okay? So we're doing the press junket, and I'll never forget this. And my mother was, like, horrified. She's like, it's so inappropriate. Well, one, they asked me what I thought about the OJ trial, right? Because I was 11, and that was going on. And she's like, inappropriate. But we're in Germany, and this, this you know interviewer goes what would a pompous psychiatrist say about the Brady Bunch you know it's like it was just so oh, like they just don't they did not we did not did, translate did over not there, get no. well I had no. an interviewer who asked me like blowing smoke in my face he was like how does it feel to be ugly Brady Bunch <laughs> ugly oh my this, gosh this was before Netflix and uh they, they probably didn't even know the Brady Bunch series, right, in Europe. Yeah, I don't know. They thought it was a good idea to fly us over there yeah. and do that. In London, they loved us. Though. Yeah. They loved us in London. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did, how did you guys feel about, I know we talked a little bit about how the sequel was perceived, but how did you feel about it when you found out we were doing a sequel? Like, was it, yes, I'm excited, we're all going to be back together again? Or was it like, oh, I, the movie was so special as what like they can't we can't beat it like that I remember that being my fear didn't Gary say something funny about that to you Paul oh yeah well I mean Gary, I think we were walking out of the first table read for the sequel and we were all just kind of like okay so that's gonna be that and Gary was just like money money um, <laughs> except not for us except not for us, <laughs> oh, not for us. <laughs> you know that of all of us that wow, all of all I of us, I'll just say it because who cares? Jennifer was in the production office once, and Jesse got paid the most out of all of us. No, Jennifer, we we I remember this moment. We were we were in rehearsals yes, yes. at Paramount for the first movie, one of the first yes. days, and we're talking to Bet. It was like Betty's right hand gal, Lisa. I remember it was her name. Yeah, and she was her, she was great, and she was also helped with dialect coaching for everybody. She's a Great. Um, and I just remember saying, oh, who got cast? Who who was cast as Doug Simpson? And who was cast as Charlie? And she had a binder of the entire cast. And she just slid the binder over. Jennifer and I were sitting there. And she slid the binder over. And then she went off to do something. And I opened this binder. And it had the entire cast, everyone's salaries. <laughs> you, this is not like you to do that. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and the reason why was because Jennifer and I were getting paid the least of all oh, of the, yeah. legitimately. Like none of us were getting paid more than five grand a week, but Jennifer and I, I think we're getting 
maybe 2,500 a week or something yeah, like that. Bad, and then bad. it went up. You guys, because there had, you had worked as kids, you know, kid actors. I no. Mean, You've right. been on a serious. I was on a serious. You had a bad agent. I had it. I had the worst agent, and that's that was like the the aha moment for me, where I was like, because I remember thinking I would have done this movie for free, like for free. truly, yeah. like I would have paid them to be in the movie, but the desperation of my agents to get. <laughs> to get me that job like so yes sad. everyone's getting 2500 we're gonna close a 20 it didn't matter and it was but i remember jesse deal. was making the most it was a three-picture deal. Three picture deal and I it think should have been a favored nations type of thing right? Absolutely. i thought you guys were all making the same we should have I, I, I got 75 for the first movie I, I don't even yes. remember. I didn't get that. Yeah. No, I think I we got that, that for much? the second one. But um, yeah. the other thing look was... At, we, no, we got Cindy. 65 for the second one. Oh, ooh. <laughs> ooh. I, God, no, I, I think I had a different agent, so I think I did get 75. <laughs> <laughs> you, you fired your agent the day you saw that folder. <laughs> Jesse got like 100 or something. Yes. It's crazy. Yeah. And, crazy. And the other... My big... My, the big holdouts for... And we had no negotiating power because we had signed this, you know, three-picture deal. Yeah, three-picture deal. That was... But for me, it was like the way I need a wig because my hair had been shot after that first movie, like a wig and get us the kids, the six of us out of the two by four honey wagons, like oh. give us a slightly, <laughs> oh like let us have our own bathroom, please, in our yeah. trailer. We don't need something like big. They, and they gave us, they gave us the, the three, three and three, right? Yeah. And on that second movie, I feel like they had so much less money. Like you would think, oh, it's a sequel. We're gonna throw more money at it, but they were like, no, no, less. We're gonna do well, this I, on I the just, cheap. I hate to say it, but that second director hated me. She did not like me. She Arlene Sanford. No, and Gary kept telling me to ignore her. I just I, she didn't like me, and so I don't know. She was just she hated me, you know. Ignore and, the director. That's remember great. that, Jen, Jen? You remember how she hated me, right? She yeah, would always... I don't think she loved me either. Yeah, she didn't love you either. No. no. She didn't... I don't know. Well, she... I, think, I don't know. I think what she caught it? our vibe because, like, we were all like, so Betty's going to go off and direct this movie with Howard Stern. Good for her. <laughs> right, exactly. And we all loved Betty so much yeah. that I think we were it just was like... hard for her she, to she do that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Oh, Betty did private parts. That's why she didn't direct yeah. the yeah. sequel. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. yeah. How, how long after the first movie was the sequel? The, the shooting less a than a year yeah right no way yeah a year later yeah 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 Inside of a year i think that's when Paramount the... was doing really badly those two years and the year that we did the brady bunch the only hits were clueless and the brady bunch like right. they need so oh. so they were going to do the sequel but they wanted to do it for real cheap because i don't think they had a lot of money well and they had just gotten taken for the wayne's world sequels and that's why we signed the three-picture deal. Yes. That's why Paramount mandated the three-picture deal because of what Mike Myers did. Mm -hmm. Oh, interesting. So that's when Jennifer was yeah, we saying... were one of the first group casts to do the three-picture deal under Paramount uh, okay. because of the, the Wayne's Okay, so uh, years later, after the Brady Bunch, I hired Paul to work on a show <laughs> called The Marriage Ref that I was a supervising producer. And I hired Paul to be a producer. And at Halloween... He went to the giant, huge Halloween party in the Alice costume. That's right. <laughs> I did. I mean, he gave me my uniform. And they I modeled sold, it after he had a wig, he had shoes, he had the whole yeah. thing. And he was dressed as Alice. I didn't go to the party, I remember. But boy, yeah. you look good, though. I had, I, I had, it's when I had a nice body. And I did pretty well that night. It really shocked <laughs> me. Really, that that a lot of people really like that out. Girls like a man in uniform, <laughs> yeah. even if it's a housekeeper <laughs> uniform. I learned that was a big Halloween for me. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, that is so funny. Um, <laughs> Chris, I do have some memories and photos to to back it up as well of you sitting in your cast chair with a pipe. Now yeah. is the pipe is does the pipe still you have you would yeah. be doing either like the new, reading the New York Times or in the midst like of a like a really dense novel I want to say like War and Peace or something while he was in his Brady costume with yes. the white t shirt cut out underneath talking about you were a true intellect you were a true intellect <laughs> and you had to you had to sort of you know meet us halfway <laughs> as Brady's. 
<laughs> I, I, I had such a great time. Yes, I would. I still smoke the pipe occasionally. You know, the, the Foreign Affairs Journal. We can uh, we can talk offline about how that uh, evolved in other par- other parts of my life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, lots of fun. Lots of fun. The the, the paradox of being the silly Brady and. Uh, Smoking the pipe into international affairs. <laughs> oh gosh. And I think for us too, Chris, like we had gotten so close doing the first one. So that the entire storyline for us on the sequel, which was this like sexual tension. Yes. The, the yeah. Sim- yeah, did you guys ever hook up? Was there ever like a <laughs> yes, good question? Was there a in real life? ever? Yes. Yeah, in real life. No. 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 But they took that idea from us because in the first movie, when we were doing the scene where we were looking for Jan uh, in the car, it was the outtake. We thought it would be a funny gag where as if, remember this? Yes. Marcia, I remember that. Making out the back seat. Yeah. And so we, one of the takes, we started making out in the back seat. I mean, not really, but <laughs> faking it. Right. And everybody was laughing. And sure enough, when the sequel script, you know, came out, they... Based the whole storyline on that. And so, you know, that was us. That was our outtake basically inspiring them. And it was very funny. But I remember specifically how nervous I was on that scene where we had to kiss. Right. Because we had to become friends. <laughs> and I was, I was, I'm gonna like bonk her in the nose. I'm gonna chip her tooth. You know, it was this whole thing. And so finally I'm sitting in the in the in the the, the trailer and I, I walk in, I I knock on her door and I was like, look, I don't want the first time we kiss to be on screen when I'm probably gonna, you know, hit you in the face or you know, like chip your tooth, some horrible thing. I said, So can I can I just kiss you? Is it okay if I just kiss you right here? And she thought about it and I could tell she was sort of like, Are you trying to be slick? And then she thought, No, that actually makes sense. And it was very funny. Right. It was very- I feel like we were both so nervous about it because we I felt yes. we felt like sort of siblings at that point too. And it did start to feel creepy. <laughs> we were like, really? We're doing this? Um, but I, you know. But nominated for a MTV uh, Kiss of the Year. Remember that? Oh, yeah. oh my God. I, I didn't that. know that. Yes. Hey, when the chemistry's there, the chemistry's there. <laughs> yes, we did get a nod. That's, yes. that's edgy material for the 90s to have an incestual... A storyline like that, right? Like two right. beloved characters like that, yes. Oh my god! But now you had to do the uh, Marsha with the nose scene. Remember, Marsha, you, Marsha. Uh, let's see, who was it? it? Was just three of us. No, Shelly was in it, and you had broken your nose, and I had to come in and act like I didn't yes. notice it or something. Oh, and there it took us forever. Oh. We well, you and Shelly had a fight. It was. Awesome. Yeah, well, she yeah, was what was this Shelly Henriette? <laughs> she, she was a pain I, in the ass. I Go with that. Been, she was a total pain in the ass. I have been her maid on a sitcom right before that on Good Advice. I was her housekeeper, and then I was her housekeeper, and she would forget and she would ask me to do things like get a straw for her walk. <laughs> she thought you were actually her maid. <laughs> yeah, well, like but... I really worked for her. And I'm like, I'm not that in character, okay? Please. Oh my gosh. Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. I'll never Shelly. forget her. That's my lime hen. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> oh my exactly. God. She was hey, I did so- want to show this to you guys really quick. This is Planet Hollywood. Oh, yeah. In London. Oh yeah. my God. Wow. Paul's showing us a picture in Hawaii. Yes. Those For are the- my that are listening. Those were my Thank you, Olivia. <laughs> It was a trip because what yeah. they what Paramount did when we all booked it, um, it was they sent us all these VHS tapes, right? So we were watching and we were studying and whatever, and then we, so we were so ingrained in that universe. And then to finally, I remember the first day we all went on that set, it was mind blowing because it was mm-hmm. so exact. And I think they probably had some things that were still in storage, even yeah. you know. Um, which is such a trip because I don't know if any of you caught, mm-hmm. I caught some of it yeah, in a hotel room once, but that Brady Bunch uh, home renovation show they did on HGTV, they really spread that show out. They were like, we're hunting to find the horse and we found one and it's in terrible condition. I'm like, there's like 20 of those yeah. <laughs> know there is. and sizes in the Paramount Prop House. So whatever, guys. But like, they really drug that out, but they have a lot of that stuff, you know, sitting in storage. What a, it was pristine. Time it was beautiful. Yeah. You must have stepped on the set and you yeah. were back in the 70s. Well, you know, the house is... The house is right near. Uh, it's it's in the valley. I, I live in Studio City. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. the kids that have driven by there. 
Um, they don't want really? anything to do with us, though. The original. Yeah. Cast well, that's what I was going to ask. The no, original cast. We are the ugly stepchildren yes. to the original cast. Yes. I mean, anybody that uh, when we went to those that convention or whatever yeah. it is, remember yeah. Yeah. they yes. treated us like we were the ugly stepchildren. Because oh, right. I movie. think the perception was and is that we were making fun of them. Yeah. You know, well, I found bit. out that they didn't invite us to that party. I was trying to get invited to the opening of the renovation party. Yeah, no, and they don't want anything. Oh, I heard so they were like nobody from the movie mm -hmm. is invited. Because in the in the original movie, all everybody did um, a cameo except for right, Eve Plum no and Maureen McCormick. Maureen McCormick right. and Eve Plum, Jennifer and I, the two biggest fans who would have loved to have had scenes with our counterparts yeah. oh that's right they had... they didn't do it but yeah everybody else e yes even ann b davis came on yeah she was i remember yeah, she, was she was sweet she was sweet so nice. she was so I, nice. I wish i had met her before i had to do the character because the minute i met her i knew the character better because right. she was just she had such a deep positive loving caring personality you know yeah and here i was a cynical comic but i think your movies carries on the legacy uh you know yeah, makes it too. yeah i don't think it, it was making fun of a time period but i think it carries it into into a new generation yeah I and i, I will say that but you know i can see where they're coming from that they would think that maybe we were making fun of them I don't know, yeah. you know, yeah. but we love them. We love them. It was towards me. Uh, he's, we've bumped into each other a few times and we've messaged via Instagram and he's actually pretty, pretty cool about he it all. He seemed but, cool about it. Yeah. yeah. He, and, 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 you know, um, Barry Williams always seemed to love talking Brady yeah. stuff and put, but, <laughs> yeah. but I will say, and I, I, I did get to meet Maureen at the premiere of the sequel. Uh, she came to the premiere of the sequel and yeah. was really sweet. And we t finally got that picture that I've been waiting my whole life for. <laughs> um, but recently, because she's done Dancing with the Stars and she like Ben and I I'm not on Twitter, but Ben and she has messaged Ben and, and said such nice things about oh, my, my portrayal. So maybe yeah. it, it, with some distance from it, they've softened a bit about it. But I'm sure I'm, I'm also sure that for them doing that show from, you know, in their era and then it may maybe seem like we were cashing in on something that they never really got to have right but, I didn't, but we well, were too right we i don't think they got they didn't get residuals or anything right. from that show no yeah. i didn't right. mean that we were the ugly stepchildren to them i meant we were the ugly stepchildren to the audience that loved them Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, oh, okay. I think for some, yeah, yeah the purists, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the purists. The because if you purists, if, right. if you get if you get parried on Saturday Night Live, it's the greatest compliment, right? Yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. No. I remember going to Show West, and we met Chris Farley, David Spade, oh, a bunch right. of other people. But I will never forget how excited Chris Farley was to meet us, oh. and and him saying how effing funny we are and how great we did, like. For Chris Farley to say, like, I I'm such a huge fan, like, but in his big, bold Chris Farley, you know, to me was just the, the highest. We, we danced. Yeah. yeah, we danced. Did we have to yeah. do something at that yeah. show? Show us as a movie down the aisle with microphones. Yeah. Remember? And we all we went and did the thing. Yep. It was, it was extremely embarrassing. That they made us put on the costumes and yeah. enter down the aisle dancing as Brady characters. I don't know that there's <laughs> ever been more of a dance monkey moment in my life. Well, we were on oh, the Paramount my. jet with all these stars. I'm really, literally yes. next to Denzel Washington in my Jam Brady outfit <laughs> with my curls just like pins like this. Just like, hey. He looks at me like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, these who's, memories. Who's this kid? Now I want to just do this weekly with you guys. <laughs> Let's do that offline. Have our little Brady uh, Zoom. Or a very Brady podcast sequel. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Right. That's right. It, it take a year, but we can do a sequel. <laughs> exactly. Hey, we're on a group a... chat now at least, right? This yeah. is good. Oh, I love that, by the where's... way. I love that. So where is Gary? Just one last question. Where is Gary? Gary is. Yes. Gary's and in Hawaii, right? Yeah. Gary's working on NCIS and and Jesse oh, yeah. is directing right now. I think so. We those were yeah. our, our two. You know, Shelley is not 
opened herself up to be a part of any of these. I, I don't believe so. You guys, but, I can get Shelly. I can get Shelly. <laughs> her mom lives mom. next door to Shelly. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, next time. Next door to my real mom. No, I think she knew Henriette was going to be on and just <laughs> yeah, said, exactly. I, can't, I can't work with my maid a third time. Oh, my God. Well, that was the joke. I'd always say, you know, if things don't go well in my career, I'll be her maid in real life. <laughs> you know? I could report Hilarious. in to her and that husband and their kid and it'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> well, anyway. everybody, my friends, Chris, Jennifer, Olivia, Paul, Henriette, I love you all. And I am so grateful. David and I are so grateful that you guys carved out the time to come and talk to us. I want, I want many more hours and I want to see all of you in person in real life. Hit, hit us up when you're in LA. Yes. Definitely. We're going to definitely going to do a girls you. thing. Yes. yes. We'll have some martinis. It'll be good. I, oh. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> right. I can't well, wait to, to see you. Stop by. <laughs> it was so great to meet you guys the night after so watching you, the movie. David. Great to meet you. Nice Thank to meet you. you. Um, and yeah, also, you guys, get... I love what you're doing with this podcast. I love talking about like nineties nostalgia and, and the, the Walkmans and the the Thymasters <laughs> and all of the greatness that was the 90s. And the, well, so the answering machines. The answering and machines, all of it. The beepers with the everything. Well, so and I that's the fun thing that fun our, our movie now was a 70s time machine and now it's kind of a 90s time machine. So it's that's like so nostalgia right? for both times. Mm -hmm. It's perfect. It's perfect. Um, you guys are awesome. Love you all. Love you. Love you. Love you. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank, Thank you, you so much. You. Christine, that was so much fun. I mean, for me, I can't imagine for you that. I'm beaming. That was, yeah. it was, I mean, really, truly. You, similar to you and I, David, when the movie ended, it was we were still in the, that early stage of the '90s or mid '90s, and a lot of us just really lost touch. So to to sort of right. come back together, and um, I think just for all of us, like at this stage in our lives, to reconnect and and go through the nostalgia and the laughs. Um, so yeah, thank you for uh, for indulging us. That was really a lot of fun and such great yeah. stories. Some stories I hadn't heard before. I, I didn't know there was beef between. Henriette and Shelly. Who knew? Oh my goodness. And what are the odds that she plays Shelly Long's maid in two different projects? Yeah, I mean, and Shelly treats her like her actual maid. I mean, and uh, yeah, I, I, and you and, uh, and Chris having uh, a secret kiss on the, yeah, I, know. I, didn't know. I didn't remember that. But as soon as he said it, I do remember. He, and I kept thinking, you're, you're probably overthinking this kiss, Chris. We're going to be fine. But, we, but we I mean, that. That storyline, you know, that that it was edgy. They were they took chances with that movie. I mean, Mike and Carol are like sex freaks. Yes, right. Exactly. They're always like There's talking a lot of about sexual innuendo. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, anyway, that was really fun, and I can't wait to join you back here next week, David, for a reunion of your own. Yeah, I'll bring you into our uh, crazy group of. Uh, white squall buddies that to me was like uh, it was a very different shoot it was uh six months and it was like uh going to war with people you know i cannot uh, wait though. i cannot wait to hear all about it um and that's gonna do it for us that's all right a, that's a wrap <laughs> you guys thank you for listening and uh have a great week and uh christine i will We'll be on next week. Yes. Same time, same Can't place. Wait. Bye. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe and give us five stars. And please follow us on Instagram at HeyDudeThe90sCalled. See you next time. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth, let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then trek through the thick jungle. Then climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes in a Nissan Pathfinder, search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.